Ransomware is back in the news. A giant ransomware attack has hit several hundred U.S. companies and is thought to be a record setter. And for the very latest, we're joined now by security researcher John Hammond. He is on the line and joins us here on 640 Toronto. John, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Hey there. Thanks so much. Happy to be here with you. All right. What is the uh, latest? Do we know exactly how many companies have been affected by this ransomware attack and which ones? So we are still in a bit of uh, speculation. There's been confusion as this has been developing. Uh, myself over at the Huntress Labs team, we've kind of originally found, okay, we see two managed service providers that are compromised. Soon that number went to eight. Soon that number went to 20. Uh, Kaseya has now said publicly 50. And we can confirm we've spoke with 30 or more managed service providers across the United States, the European Union, Australia, and more uh, that are compromised, that are hit with ransomware, and their own customers and clients that they support are also victim to this incident. All right. Why is that? And how does this happen? Is it once you infiltrate one company, uh, they're interconnected with other companies and customers are all interconnected and it can just spread that quickly? What makes this such a colossal supply chain attack is that uh, the original threat starts at Kaseya's VSA. And that software is a remote monitoring and management utility or program that has its claws and its arms in all the endpoints and computers and devices that the managed service providers support. So if a managed service provider is compromised through that RMM solution, all of their customers following that little pipeline, they're in turn having that pushed out and deployed and detonated on their machine. Uh, so while we may say, oh, it's 50 MSPs and companies that are directly affected, following that, there are hundreds to thousands. And we're certainly confident now with there are more than a thousand ending businesses and organizations that are hit with this ransomware. More than a thousand. That's correct. Yeah. Incredible, incredible Revol, number. The, uh, the ransomware game that uh, has been, I guess, supposedly accused of going through this has posted on their own dark web website. Uh, they've made the claim, hey, we've hit a million businesses and organizations. We, I don't know if we can validate and absolutely with a thousand percent certainty validate that at the moment. But for decrypting all of the endpoints, all of Kaseya's and businesses affected, they're asking for $70 million in U.S. dollars paid in Bitcoin. All right. And do we know, uh, I was going to ask you what they were asking for. Do we also know who is behind this latest uh, attack? Has anybody claimed uh, responsibility? That Revil gang, our evil, uh, is a known Russian ransomware gang. Um, they have gone in the past, supposedly uh, after the, I believe the JBS meat supplier. Um, they have gone on record in recent public interviews saying, hey, we don't care about any political agreements, whether it's executive orders, et cetera, that are coming from conversations surrounding this. Uh, we're going to work harder, we're going to work faster, and we're going to wreak more havoc. Uh, so certainly we're, the finger is currently on that Revil ransomware gang. Joined by security researcher John Hammond talking about this latest ransomware attack, uh, upwards of uh, maybe now a thousand uh, companies uh, thought to be uh, involved with this. And John, listen, you're intimately involved uh, with this and study it. When it comes to technology, is it fair to say that governments and companies, both of them seem woefully behind when it comes to preventing these ransomware attacks? 
Yes. <laughs> and, and I don't mean to say that to, you know, spread fear, uncertainty, doubt. It's not all doom and gloom. Um, there is room for improvement. Uh, if anything, as we've seen cybersecurity incidents after ransomware attack, after fallout and vulnerability and exploit, uh, repeatedly, this is a wake up call. This is a slap in the face. This is an, yet another reminder that we need to be taking this more seriously than we do. Um, it, it's not to say that we aren't making great strides between the recent Emotet takedown and CLOP arrestment. There have been incredible work that's come from this, um, but there's still more to do. Uh, I, I think cybersecurity isn't something that we can solve. Uh, security has to be earned every day. What exactly is at stake here? Because it seems every time we talk about uh, ransomware, we hear exactly what you said, John, that there should be a wake-up call. We need to, whether it's government or big companies, take this more seriously. What is truly at stake here? Truly, it's livelihood. It's your business. It's your fulfillment. It's your means. Uh, I'm not, we, we don't know a Band-Aid solution that well, could evolve and be the solution that we need. There, there is no silver bullet. There is no magic wand. As we speculate with laws and regulations and what could we do to, to better fix this, we don't know the answer. Uh, there's thought uh, cryptocurrency is an incredible enabler in this cybercrime without a doubt. Uh, ransomware, there, there's no other technology that allows a threat actor and a bad guy to say, hey, I'm going to hold all of your data for ransom and I need you to pay me in this anonymous borderless currency immediately, as quickly as you can. Here's X million dollars that we demand from you. Uh, nothing other than cryptocurrency allows that to go unchecked. Uh, what, what could a threat actor do, whether it's oh, send a money gram or send gift cards, uh, credit card, that could certainly be monitored. Maybe we need to uh, see what more we can do if we raise our eyebrows and say, okay, what are the pieces of this problem? What are the pieces of the puzzle here? And how could we better correct that? You know, reading on a ransomware over the last uh, several months, uh, one thing I keep seeing come up time and time again, uh, John, is that there maybe should be a penalty or some sort of law that makes it illegal for uh, companies to pay ransomware, to, to pay the ransom. Do you think that would help uh, stem the tide? Do you have any thoughts on that? That is, is truthfully an incredibly complex and intricate problem. I think it's very easy to say, you know, kind of off on the side, uh, you, you sort of give a cookie cutter robotic response. Like, you should never pay a ransom if, if bad actors are demanding this money from you. It's easy to say that, but when you're in those shoes, when it's your child that's kidnapped and you're demanded to pay the ransom, you really have to do what's best for your business, right? Taking that analogy back to what, it, what we are here. Uh, you'll need to consult with legal. You'll need to work with your insurance providers. You need to work with all parties involved and determine what's right and what's feasible. Uh, having another law or paying a fine if ransomware is paid, I'm not sure. Is, is that going to be more salt in the wounds? Is that another slap on the wrist after they're you know, kicking them while they're down? Truthfully, I can't say just yet. All right. Just uh, finally, what would you like uh, to see happen uh, right now? What would make the biggest impact, the most immediate difference when it comes to fending off these ransomware attacks? Do uh, nations, I mean, uh, the G7 countries, uh, do governments, do they need to get together, kind of pool their resources? Would that make a difference? I think so. I, I think there is certainly more of a of a boots on the ground mentality that comes with this. And, and I have a, a glass half full kind of philosophy here. Uh, but as we're seeing specifically 
with this Kaseya VSA incident, there are vendors and there are providers that offer technology and offer software that has this they have this administrative access. They have these godlike powers and superpowers to do whatever they might like on endpoint devices through a managed service provider to the small to medium businesses across the enterprise. Uh, and if, if we're seeing this be used and abused by threat actors, uh, maybe we should start to scratch our head and, and say, how, okay, how can we really tighten up this code base? How can we make sure that the software that we're providing to the world is secure? is the most secure that it can be. Uh, I think we we need to hone in and zoom in on what we as vendors, what we as part of the industry are providing to the rest of the world because we can't afford another incident like this. All right, John, appreciate the time with us this afternoon and your expertise. Thanks so much. Thank you. That is security researcher John Hammond, who is with Huntress Labs.